Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Great is the love poured out for all, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Liverpool won the derby and Luton got a point. It's Monday, 23rd of October. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Vidushan Hattaraja. Hello, everybody. Good to have you with us on Monday, the start of the working week. Um, we start with the sombre news, of course, that Sir Bobby Charlton passed away uh, over the weekend, um, diagnosed with dementia back in 2020. Uh, he died peacefully with his family with him, of course. Um, but English football, and dare I even say world football, has lost an absolute legend of the game, Pete Donaldson. It's rare in this game, personally, um, to see uh, a statesman of the game um, spend so much time at the top of it, um, affecting so much of it, um, and and he he knew um, to be the quiet. Like sometimes it's better to be a quiet person. Sometimes mm. in the game, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's so many stars in our in our in our global game that that kind of sully their uh, legacy with 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 silly nonsense. But he just he was just so kind of um, mm-hmm. well put together and polite. And, and and sometimes quite shy as well, uh, mm. and I think he sort of and and that was such a strength of his his, his personality. So it's um it, it, it's it's a really sad um it's been a really sad weekend for a lot of people who, who love uh, football, and we we can't forget that players like Charlton, you know, your Nobby Styles, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Dennis Law, it shouldn't be forgotten what they gave to football and what it took away from their family in their later years because of mm-hmm. the, the 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 things that it did to their to their brains in, in the end. So um it's it, it's a sad day for football but uh, it's great that we can celebrate him yeah absolutely right I think you, you make a good point there that that yes yeah, some former players you know what they perhaps go on to do if they get involved with Keegan FIFA. a few weeks ago it's the quite it's the quite dignity thing about yeah. him because none, uh, yeah. of us are, none of us are old enough to remember him as a player we see the clips of, of course, course and we hear the stories mm. and Andy and I were fortunate enough to be able to t- touch on this a little bit on Saturday on Ramble Reacts mm. but but it's it's the way he seemed to just gently go through life and 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 carry himself with this this like I say publicly at least with this quiet dignity mm. um, and he was still involved in football yeah that's the thing it's not like he and of course if he did that fair enough but if he went off and, and retired and and we didn't hear too much from him and he attended the odd game here and there he was still actively mm. involved and yet as you say carried mm. himself with dignity which sadly not a lot of people don't often do. In football, absolutely, and and I, I said to Andy at the weekend, the thing that's crazy about him as a player is that, of course, he goes through this incredibly tough, to say the least, difficulty and tragedy in in the Munich air disaster, and then slowly pieces his life back together, rebuilds it, and is able to to carry on as a player. Um, 
when you watch a clip of him and the way he strikes the ball ah. and the, the you just know the mm. pitch as I said to Andy the pitch is a mud pile yeah. the ball is a rock yeah. you know, and the boots and the boots are probably hobnail boots like really heavy leather boots just the technique on him yeah. it's just incredible what a player you know and to, to get that many England caps to win that many trophies to to be in the in the apex of, of England winning the World Cup in 66 just incredible life and incredible career um, and means a lot to Man United fans as well Vish obviously to say the least yeah well I think one of the um one of the things that would have been would have become apparent over the weekend in the tributes, I suppose, is that you know we joke about the whole "this is Manchester United," mm-hmm. you know, "this is Manchester United Football Club." That's kind of what that's basically because of mm-hmm. Bobby Charlton. When you think of the foundations, um, kind of thing, yeah, yeah. When you think of that, you know, the Trinity that have the statue outside of yeah, yeah. Old Trafford, it's Best Law and it's um, Charlton, mm-hmm. and. He was, uh, I think, one of the things that United fans would always see with him was, the, I suppose, the 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 thread of like the Busby Babes to through Ferguson to kind of present day mm-hmm. was preserved by people like yeah. Bobby Charlton, who's kept on ambassadorial roles, and also you would have seen in the tributes a number of players, let's say from the class of '92, David Beckham, um, tweet, you know, posted a photo on Instagram of Charlton being there when he signed for the club. You yeah. know, that was. But you know, you you talked about the quiet dignity. He was someone who was very much behind the scenes, almost basically, you know, trying to help carry that message forward. And there was a comfort there as well. I think if you're someone like David Beckham, a young lad signing for the club, and Bobby Charlton's there, so Bobby Charlton. In my mind, that would just be like, oh, I think it's going to be okay. This is yeah, yeah. I suppose so. Yeah, and it it kind of speaks to without really getting into you know current day United, it speaks to a club that Mm -hmm. was a family, really, Mm -hmm. a club that really brought people through and. And cared for them after, and and looked after them in different ways. And I suppose it helps when you're someone of uh, Bobby Charlton's talents as well. That yeah. you're always going to be someone who remains prominent around around a team like Manchester United, around a club like Manchester United, because of the success he um, garnered there. I did think it was interesting when you read when you kind of step away from football and you read a bit more about what Bobby Charlton meant to the rest of the world, because you kind of think of football back then as maybe as a bit closed off, just because of the nature of travel. You know, the, yeah. the way news would travel around the world yeah, and things yeah. like that. But back in the day, if you know when when you went overseas as an Englishman, as someone from the British Isles, mm-hmm. and you met someone who was asking you where you were from, and if you happened to be from England, their thing would be, "Oh, Bobby Charlton." Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the same way, they like maybe when we went abroad, it would be like, "Oh, you know, David Beckham, yeah, yeah okay. Wayne Rooney, uh, Harry Kane, that kind of yeah, stuff." Yeah. So should, that should... was his. That was how revered he was globally. We mm-hmm. should also add that it's reasonable to suggest that he's the greatest England player ever. I mean, well, yeah. he's, he's, you know, he's, he's. 49 goals from midfield, you know, game was different then. It's very hard to compare eras, but 49 goals from midfield, I know that's been surpassed Well, there was, no, there was no games like Andorra and San Marino exactly. as well. Exactly, yes. It's not been surpassed <laughs> by a midfield player no. since mm. then. And, you know, he you know, he won the World Cup. Yeah. And at that, in that year, he was, you know, voted the best player in the world. So, mm. I mean, really, no one, no one who's played for England before or since has done what he's done mm-hmm. um, in, 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 as a full package. Yeah. So, you really, I think he can help, not that he would probably necessarily care too much for these kind of conversations but he can legitimately have claim to be the best England player of all time he, yeah. he played for like 10 years after he left England as well like he mm. played for, for different clubs in like oh, Ireland and Australia yeah. and stuff like that just loved the game didn't yeah. he and it was only until the last England game at Wembley when England beat Italy that Harry Kane had then had, had taken over Charlton's record of scoring the most goals in mm. uh, Wembley for England or something right like that. okay like, again that, that just shows you what the man achieved. So yeah, I, it's it's a it's a, it's a great loss um, uh, for for football, of course. One of the grandfathers of the game. Yeah, exactly, that feels yeah. similar to when Sir Bobby Robson passed away. You know, yeah, the, the and great grandfather of the game. Uh, absolutely right. Absolutely right. And that hair as well. I kind of oh. you don't see it anymore. Uh, you're you don't on your see way. It anymore. I'm on my way. Yeah. But <laughs> you, you, you have been saying that for about fourteen years. <laughs> to be fair, when Bobby Shaw had that hair, he's about twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, great comb over. Yeah. Um, oh, what a man. It's actually known as the Bobby Charlton. Now. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Touching te- sentiments of the guy as well. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Um, gentlemen, let us uh, talk about what happened in the Premier League over the weekend. Liverpool 2, Everton 0. Um, first point of uh, admin. Many of you got in touch to point out to us that Phil Neville was covering this game on NBC. <laughs> Thank you for that. We appreciate Thanks, that. Uh, one man like a legend to another. <laughs> <laughs> Does he hold the flame? <laughs> 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 
Yeah, yeah. They, they've got a PA system named after him. <laughs> <laughs> Can we turn his mic up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so um, we yeah. can't watch it, guys. Yeah, a lot of American listeners it, no. get in touch. So we've got Phil. No, I, think, I think they're pointing it out to us. Good, yeah, no, good for yeah. you. Yeah. Congratulations to you. Is it good for them? Enjoy it. Yeah. We don't know how to access those channels. No. We just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way of knowing. I was about to say, Peter. No, no. I saw an advert where a man was reaching through the screen, mm-hmm. grabbing my personal details and yeah. hacking me. Oh, yeah. Said so if you stream illegal in football. The man comes out of your screen and steals your social like security number. Like a really yeah, like boring the... admin version of the ring. Phil Neville comes out and goes, can I have your social security number, please? <laughs> Pete, some of the channels that you I didn't know existed that you've pointed me in the direction of, I think you can do football as well. <laughs> to be, I mean, to be fair, he, he did just say fire play. You know? It's true. <laughs> Imagine that. Phil Neville coming in. Pete, do you want to meet hot singles in your area? <laughs> Give me your details. <laughs> There's a um, red cross on me somewhere. Click on it. Oh oh it's on the end of me knob. <laughs> oh, I'll get rid shame. of this little advertisement. As <laughs> <laughs> um. you'd be more of a narc, wouldn't you? You wouldn't, Pete, you wouldn't steal a car, would you? <laughs> <laughs> would you like a VPN? Uh, visible Phil Neville. <laughs> Please help me out. My brother's doing Dragon's Den. Hey, that was good. VPN, Visible Thank Phil you. Neville. Visible Phil I just Neville. want that on the record. Yeah, that fair was enough. Right, good. A great gag. Yeah. How many Liverpool fans do you think turn in, tune in to hear us? <laughs> <laughs> well, a few perhaps did, uh, yeah. but maybe it's gone. But it, it was, it, um, it was. I'm, I'm reluctant to say it was a good win for Liverpool. I mean, it's a win to win to win. It's three points, a clean sheet, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But bearing in mind um, Everton were down to ten men, they did, they did sort of labour slightly. Was this? It was a second yellow. Really, all that for I mean, me? Listen, yeah, it's, on, it's absolutely clear. Yeah. Come on, right? Ashley Young is a faithful old dog. <laughs> but he, but he, right? but he is a faithful but, yeah. old dog. And he's, he's, a good he's good companion. for a yellow. He is good for a yellow. He's Craig, good for a red. Craig, he was one of Gareth's beautiful boys in Russia 2018. <laughs> Craig Porson has done the decent thing. Yeah, there. he yes. had an absolute beast. He had a complete beast. And I'll tell you, something Kelsey needs to take some of the blame. Sean Dyche for saying, Do you know what? Up against Luis Diaz, a rotating <laughs> front three, you know, a really dynamic Liverpool team yeah. at home, yeah. right? First yeah. thing in the morning yeah. for a footballer, you're playing right back. Was it as bad as what Deserby did? Um, <laughs> oh, I think they're going to start Doku. Milner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> but um, but uh, actually, I don't think too many people would argue um, about that one. And we did I this, would. This, well, I said I too many. Sorry, yeah, you, but, you, you but, but what's your argument? Your argument is then, so we get sent off in about the, you know, the 35th minute or His second yellow just wasn't a yellow Fine. for me. He'll get another one in three minutes time. He'll get another one. Get another one. <laughs> His second yellow was a yellow. But Everton was, Everton was uh, I mean, it was technically, but I just didn't think it was. Yes, Mr. Donaldson, your faithful <laughs> pet can live for another day if you want. <laughs> but you, inevitably, you're coming back but here. Yeah. Up until that point, we were playing quite well, and they were they were really in the match. But it just really not. You're not speaking from the, the neutral. A little bit. You're talking it's from the point, neutral actually. position. It's a shame. I wanted a contest. Actually, exactly, mate. I agree with you. I, I I tell you, I was angry when Jens Lehmann was sent off in the Champions League <laughs> final for Arsenal. I was like, oh, come on, because well, this was a good contest. There's a lovely, you know, there's a lovely feel about a Liverpool Everton game first thing on a Saturday. There is. It feels like a nice bit of Barclays to get yourself going. Yeah. It's a proper <laughs> opening salvo to a nice weekend of it's football. It's sort of good. This used to be a derby. Yeah. yeah. This used to be <laughs> I'd like to say, by the way, that Ross Barkley doesn't play for Everton. No, anymore. he doesn't. So he there was no Barkleys on no, there. No, they weren't. No. Exactly. Good point. Uh-huh. Um, I, I would just add that like, Ashley Young looked like a, and he's been a good player. I, I'm not you've, saying you've, we've, we've covered that. Yeah, he's mm. he's. I'm just trying to do you solid. Thanks. Uh, he's he's a guy who's turned up to a you know a fluent Spanish speaker's lesson. Yeah, and he doesn't think, speak a single fucking word. Hola. He doesn't know where he doesn't know where he is. Bien, bien, yeah. good, yeah. good. <laughs> I don't think Dyke should have put him in there. Look, whatever you say, I, I, this, this, he didn't get both shit in his mouth. That's there's, <laughs> there's a, as we've mentioned before, there's a recent sort of thing of in the Premier League at the moment where if you get a booking, you have to go in really hard for your next tackle. Well, what is going on, Vish? We've seen this a few times recently, and that was just the latest one. But it's really stupid for a guy who, as Luke has established, is old yeah. <laughs> and has been around the traps and should mm. know what he's doing. Yeah. Like that, that is really, really just, just dumb. He's 38 years old. Yeah. How old are you? 37. He's older than Vish. That's incredible, isn't it? He's older than Vish. All three of you are older than me. I know we're not playing for a Premier League. That's not the point, Luke. But saying he's younger than us doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah, For his point. He knows the age. But he was was sent off, of course. And and quite frankly, it really was um, the only red card that should have been shown that afternoon. (laughs) Let's talk about the the red card that wasn't given to Kadar. I can't wait for Pete's take on this. (laughs) I mean, I'm. just like I, 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 you watch that and and you just think, what's the point? Like if Dyer should have just gone, I'll oh, sod this and walked yeah. off, I wouldn't have blamed him. Like, I, 
utterly ridiculous how that's not a second yellow card. But, but, but you know, so the, obviously VAR can't. We we should obviously stay here. VAR can't intervene because it's only a yellow card. If it was um yeah. like a potential red card tackle, they could intervene there. Yeah, okay. And I'm bored myself to death. Yeah. Fair, fair point. Yeah. But, Refer- but the referee. But it's so obvious. Well, this is this is what I mean. Yeah. So like so what referee Craig Paulson? Yeah. Yeah. Because he gives it, a foul. It just happens. It happens in front of him. Yeah. But he it, gets- it's just it's just. It's a refereeing error, and it's another one we can add onto the fucking mountain yeah. already this season. Yeah, of this, of them just being inept. Yeah, mm. and is there, is that's there... the most frustrating thing. Yeah, it's like it, it's one thing to be like, okay, we can blame VAR for this, mm-hmm. brilliant, and <laughs> to also have it on the other side of the ledger and be yeah. like, that's just really shit. Yeah, yeah. and you've you've made it, you've, you've made it in this weird shadow where they can't do anything about yeah. it. We'd love to blame them all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's in that kind of it's in that kind of black spot where they can't actually intervene yeah. anyway where you, we're actually trusting the official in charge of the game mm. to be you know, referee the insult, <laughs> be good. so the insult to injury is Klopp dragging him after yeah exactly uh, probably looking over, look over at Daesh going sorry about that Sean Sean he should have gone I'll, Let I'll me get do rid that. of him. I'll, I'll get that. rid of him. I'll, 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 I'll bring another pair on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'll get rid of him. You want him gone, he's gone. <laughs> that would have been an amazing flex though from Klopp if he'd have just taken him off and gone, go on then. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been so good so so good it would have been counterproductive of what they're trying to do but it would have mm. been good but yes Canardi uh, uh, should have gone there's no doubt about that and Klopp said you know we got lucky with that one of course I understand Everton's frustration it is hard but with time you get over it oh, that'll help. <laughs> well that's what I mean like Klopp now because they've got Liverpool set the start of getting incredibly angry about one particular situation yeah. and they had every right to mm-hmm. for the rest of the season Klopp has to sort of go ah, he has to admit when things have gone mm. wrong on the field it, 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 it always yeah. In their favour. In football, it always comes around quick. Of course so, it does, yeah. So now Liverpool will be on the end of an absolute... I mean, to be honest, though, I mean, it's probably not going to change the result no. what we no, saw. No, exactly. And to be uh, fair, Dyche did say that, actually. I thought Dyche... He wasn't, he wasn't as explosive as I thought. No, and I, and I thought... And he said, you know, it totally, uh, you know, um, dictated the result of words to that effect. He went, no, hang on, that's not fair. And then he, and then he did um, re- rephrase it. Right. And I, I thought, actually... You know, Dyches, I think, you know, kind of fair figure after it for crying. I mean, yeah, watch I th- the match, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. And one thing I noticed about watching the game, and this is something that's kind of crept into to football broadcasting over and over again in recent, recent seasons. Did you, I mean, was it me? Or I know that you guys will probably be a little bit more reticent than I am to slag off fellow professionals. Mm. <laughs> but was it just me or was the commentary team just so over the top? It was unbelievable. <laughs> like at one point, right? I mean, I just thought the commentary team were insane. It was Darren Fletcher and Rio Ferdinand. And at one point, Sebastian had a shot mm. and it went over the bar. And Rio Ferdinand just went, wow! Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, wow. But Ferdinand doesn't often do co-coms, and, though. And, but I think it's because, like, Gary Neville started to do his, oh, all mm. the time. Mm. The co-commentators now just seem to get involved well, think, over think, and over again. We should say, I know this is a bit of a boring thing to say. It is an incredibly tough job. I think people think that especially if you're doing co-coms, it's, it's, it's fairly straightforward. Just do less of it then. Well, like, no, well, fine, but I think that you know you, these patterns emerge in broadcasting and certain phrases or certain things. They people, do. And, then, and, then, and then it's not often, not, not always the, um, the pundit's fault if they have a catchphrase or they do a thing because often the producers will be going, that was great what you did there, more of that. I don't, so, I don't, I don't think it's that at all okay. because I, I think what it is is if you look at the proliferation of football media, and I include ourselves in this over the last... Five years, maybe maybe ten years. Mm-hmm. You'll notice there's a, there is just a more casual feel about it. Like yeah. Sky mm-hmm. Sports, for example, trying to replicate that. Yeah. And I think what you see now is people trying to do that on comms, mm-hmm. like in, on like live yeah, coverage. Okay. It's the reason you know, like I like Stormzy. Mm-hmm. I like um, Sky's coverage. I don't think they should go together. <laughs> they did a g- yeah. game at Old Trafford um, last season. Various little things like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just, are just you, creeping in. So you, 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 get... <laughs> yeah. you, put, you put on Sky Sports in the morning yeah. before the games and in, in the afternoon. It's just it's just magazine shows presented by people with nicknames. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> just nicknames front and centre oh, everywhere. I miss my calling. Yeah, it's like Richard Keys has a nickname, Keezy. Yeah, right. He's not saying welcome to Scott, so, the Saturday Social with Keezy. With me, Keezy. <laughs> with me, Keezy. <laughs> Give him a chance. I think he probably would do it. Yeah. But someone said yeah. you're not doing that. Wearing a cardigan instead of a suit. Yeah, uh-huh. or just maybe just unbuttoning. Instead of billup shoes, billup slippers. <laughs> Gentlemen, I, I, we could talk about this for longer. Do you I'd not love want to... to hear about Richard Keys' built-up slippers? Not at the moment. Okay. I'd rather talk about Mohamed Salah. 
good, yeah, another good, right. another another incredible contribution. Yeah, in, in in a way that's just business as usual for him now. Well, I think that's it. You know, one Lovely can forget finish. how he is one of the best players in the world, and I think with the introduction of Haaland to the Premier League last season, um, Jude Bellingham this season, you know, blah 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 blah. You, you one can forget just how bloody good Mo Salah is, and of course Liverpool weren't great last season by their own lofty standards, but here they are. They're they're winning games. They're getting the points, and Salah scoring the goals and. You know, as you said, Luke, it is business as usual, but then business as usual wasn't the case last season. So they have actually improved things. I think it's a different kind of business this year. Um, I know Salah's consistently posted good um, assist numbers. I think the only thing missing mm-hmm. from what we've seen of them this season from, the, uh, you know, during the Everton game was actually his passing was a bit awry. Uh-huh. Um, I think his through ball... I don't know. He's like upgraded it with. He's you know he's probably bought one of those packs online and upgraded his RTX four eighty. Yeah, it's absurd. Like he's he's always had the vision. It's just he's chosen to ignore it. You know, particularly when Sadio Mane was the one at the other end. But he's um like his all round game seems a bit more. Maybe it's been a bit more facilitated by the way Liverpool are playing now. If you look at that midfield, very dynamic, Mm -hmm. very kind of like forward moving and. He's still a key part of that, particularly on the break. But he's got runners all, all you know, which is what they perhaps, now. perhaps yeah. they lacked a little bit last season. You know, they've got Definitely, that little yeah. bit more thrust yeah. in that midfield, which was which was important, of course, and that's why they made it the, the necessary signing. I don't necessarily think so. I don't necessarily think Salah. You know, Liverpool are title challengers when Salah is in this form. I don't necessarily think Salah <clears> is going to like beat Haaland for goals, but I think he's well. Yeah, in for, I mean, he's well in. For, yeah, but he's well in for a shout of bit have, having his most complete. As a footballer, it's most complete season. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when I say business as usual, I mean Mo Salah, and I mean Liverpool beat Everton, and I mean, and of course, yeah. Sal- yeah, yeah, Salah yeah. got thirty yeah, yeah. goals last season, despite Liverpool doing, as you said, Marcus, maybe not yeah. quite up to where they wanted to be. Um, he, he's, he's, you said he's one of the best players in the world, totally. Just one of the best players the Premier League's ever seen as well, mm-hmm. and, and one of Liverpool's best ever players, which yeah. in many <clears> ways it's a is, hell of an achievement. Is is the largest achievement you can bestow cool, upon him because yeah. Liverpool have had so many good players over the years. So he he's someone who who, you know, doesn't guarantee you anything because no player does, but, you know, Liverpool fans rightly feel much better when he's in the team. Yeah, and when you and one can say, well, you run out of things to say. Yeah, but you've still got to keep saying them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because if, if, if I never run out of things to say. Um, lovely. Well, for Darwin. Saudi. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it um, six months. Um, uh, Darwin Nunes. Uh, with, with it. That was, I know it's it's a basic thing to say because it was a pass that you would think he should made, but it was, oh, it was a delightful assist. Also, just knowing with Darwin Nunes um, as one of the most entertaining players in the Premier League, and he is that because. You don't necessarily know that he's going to make it, do you? No, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's not it. quite a guarantee because he yeah, might just think, you know it. what, I could probably bend this in for yeah. a bit. When people see De Bruyne, they go, boring. It's yeah, boring. Yeah. He, not only will he play that pass, he'll play it on the right foot of the player mm. at the right pace, the right time, and it gets a bit dull, yeah. to be honest. With yeah. a little napkin. With Nunez, yeah, yeah. Nunez might do it with his bell end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it might go out of play. Yeah, yeah And that's what Point. I want. 70 times out of 71, it'll go out of play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure Man City fans don't find De Bruyne boring, but I take the point. Um, but I, I also find Man City fans quite boring. So well, maybe maybe it's a conflict. Maybe it's we'll agree to disagree. I tried Man City fans, um, but I don't know why I tried. Don't <laughs> We're not talking about your team today, yeah. so you can turn off today now if you want. <laughs> we rarely do, can't then. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I mean, just very quickly on Everton, um, fairly decent performance you would say especially playing large parts with with 10 men I did think it was a penalty a shame for them that they that they conceded in that manner but I think you know a couple of wins in in, in the last few games a couple of losses including this one but I think right. they're just if they, if, it's, the kind, it's the kind of performance Marcus that with the red card aside and the fact they're up against a really good team away from home yeah. it's a kind of performance that back in the day on match of the day Mark Lawrenson would say if they carry on playing like that they'll, they'll be, be fine, fine Gary they'll be fine Gary. they'll be fine they'll be fine yeah okay <laughs> not enough camp um, pundits these days yeah I'd we're say. doing our bit we are you're doing yeah. your bit yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jim as well to be fair yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just the two lads with glasses unbelievable <laughs> Our glasses, our glasses, Cleverous. glasses, glasses. glasses. <laughs> our glasses, you my glasses at camp glasses. now. <laughs> you, and Jim, you and Jim both wear glasses, and that's why I think you're also both the cleverest. 
Okay, yeah, nice. Yeah, it works cool, both ways, that. yeah. Fine. Works both ways. You're going to be killed by that emperor bloke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Pol Pot. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that emperor bloke. That emperor. And when I take my glasses off, I become very sexy. Fish, yeah. Oh, he's dead, isn't he? He can't hear me. He can't libel the dead. I wasn't no. libeling Pol Pot, was I? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. My, I'm not defending Pol Pot. Sounds like you are, Marcus. <laughs> you are. There's your break ID. <laughs> Ah. Let's oh, move dear. on. Let's he did a move great on. rendition of Ness and Dorma. Okay, <laughs> dearie me. Chelsea 2, Arsenal 2. Yeah. What a game! It was great. What a game. What a game in the good. bridge. No, no! No, it wasn't a game. It was a game ruined by the fucking weather. Yeah. The, that first half was like, it was edging. Yeah. It was just like... <laughs> Up roll there. properly, ball. Yeah. I, but it was a good game in the end. Oh, right. But, but, but the first half, I thought the first half was ruined by the way. Mother Nature needs okay. to have a good, long, hard look at herself. So, so should I do that link again? What a good game <laughs> in the end. Yeah. There we are. I just um, wanted to get it. it was really, I found it really frustrating watching that ball. Did Mudrick mean his goal? No. Nah. nah. Of course he never. Did Definitely he know? not. Nah. What do you think, Petey? I do, well, You're I'm, swimming against the tide today, aren't I'm, you? I'm pro-Murphy at Newcastle at St. Jesus Park. His goal, uh, obviously, he didn't mean. Yeah. Um, but I, I think both goals were excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see. Well, um, it was uh, it put Chelsea 2-0 up, of course, and Chelsea looked pretty good. I did. You've got to say, they are clicking under Poch, as we've said before. The results have not put, uh, t- uh, have not matched the performances. Was it was that more down to Rhea hearing about Ramsdale having a rough old time sitting on the bench and, and just going doing the footballing equivalent of the thumb trick to cheer him up? Because he was yeah. just like I'll whacking balls against defenders. <laughs> it was brilliant. Aaron Ramsdale wasn't even in the squad. Oh, and right. Uh, Mikel Arteta said before the game, he's not in the squad for the most beautiful reason, which I presume means he's, his wife's given birth or right. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it did feel a bit like Rhea's doing him solid he's, he's painting a landscape yeah you're going to be <laughs> for the next few weeks you're going to be really tired yep. you're not even going to want to care about football yep. so I'll just show you that here's what you could have won mm. even if I make this kind of error yeah. you're not getting back yeah, in the field why, yeah. did, why didn't um, Arteta did, did nobody push Arteta so what do you mean by that that oh, sounds mad. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's best reason. not to. <laughs> he's, he's, for the most beautiful what he's just finished a Lego set yeah he's, what uh, is the beautiful what's reason he done yeah but when, I think, but I think when somebody gives such a slightly strange mm. Guardiola-like response, a journalist can go, I could, uh, nah. They cut your pocket. <laughs> yeah. So well, are, you, are you going to sub the key? He has been deflowered. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's made love for the first time. It could be something like could that. Could be that. Could be but, that. But if you called us up this morning and said, I'm not coming into work today for the most beautiful reason, yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, pre- we're pressing you on that. I'd <laughs> probably think you might have killed someone. Yeah. There's shit on the wall. <laughs> The most beautiful reason. Yeah, it's got when you do yeah. it, it's got to be yeah. a Charles Manson vibe, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, another, another very dark reference. Yeah. Stick around. Uh, Stick around. Um, Where would you go from Pol Pot and Mal- Charles Manson? Um I, I enjoyed <laughs> Who's gonna complete the Triforce? Jordan I enjoyed this game. I, uh, he did mention Jim earlier, to be fair. Take it take take it back to the to the game itself. I enjoyed uh-huh. this game. Yeah. I thought it was um Talk to me about Cole Palmer. It, well, it was it was a game. I will Col- not. Colton Palmer. I love the way that um he he took he ripped the penalty off of uh, Sterling. Yeah. <laughs> As I said to Andy, he's a senior pro at the club. He's yeah. like, I'm having it. Enzo Fernandez comes over with his World Cup winners medal and just that Argentinian hardness and just goes, just give it a call. King Solomon of Chelsea. So I think it was Cole Palmer's penalty that Sterling tried to take away. Yeah, I think that's right. It was, yeah. what I'm saying. Well, Sterling, yeah. I don't think, has scored is it in the league or just at all since the Luton game. Right. And maybe he's thinking, come on, I, I wouldn't, I, I fancy a goal here. Yeah. Um, it's not how it works, mate. Well, it's not how it works. And we've seen this at Chelsea before, of course. But uh, Cole Palmer, who scored against uh, Burnley, was it, if my memory serves me correctly, the penalty, he stuck it away nicely. Mm. And I tell you what, you know. It was an interesting signing when they got him because you think to yourself... 40 million or so, it's a lot of money. Though, well, right? it's a lot of money and you thought to yourself, is he going to end up on loan in the Eredivisie in mm. six months? Yeah. Whereas um, Manchester City, you thought, that's strange they're selling him because there was a lot of... He showed a lot of promise. He, he, he played in the Super Cup final. He, he, mm. Pep sort of um, drip-feeding him in, if you like, in the but, last but Pep season. Pep did say a few things, didn't he? Well, he did. And Which made you think that Cole Palmer made him want to stay. Yeah, and he said a couple of things about Calvin Phillips as well. A different sort of situation, you know, because obviously he bought him through... Did not through the academy and so on. And you thought, this is a bit of a strange one. So along come Chelsea and you think, Ugh. I remember thinking at the time, oh, is that is that the best move? You know what? what, what yeah, what do, you want to go, do you want to go where there's a surplus of players? Exactly. Already, and yeah. especially with the young players and so on. Whereas Pochettino, we know, likes to play with, with the young, hungry players and so on. And I tell you what, Palmer doesn't look phased by anything. He's well, come no. in there and he's and he's he's full of beans and he looks a great player. Well, the um, I suppose the other aspect of the Man City thing was you know they they lose Mares and you think what well, mate there's yeah. there's a spot right there yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Although 
actually he plays very differently. Like well, he's he does, playing he Bernardo does... Silva ahead of, of Cole Palmer at times. Yes, yeah, and, yeah. And Bernardo not always playing in that role. You know, you can play other roles. And, and, and I think Cole Palmer probably thought, hang on a minute, because he's... <laughs> What is he, early 20s? I think he was 18 or something, you know. And I yes, think with, yeah. with, with Phil Foden, if you look at another one who he um, uh, sort of uh, uh, dripped in for, to, the, to the side, Foden, like, you know, Guardiola would be saying all the time, oh, he's, he's just wonderful, I love this player, he's the best yeah. player I've ever seen and all this kind of crap. Um, and Foden, I think, you know, would have probably been given reassurances, but I don't think Palmer was. No, but, uh, but I suppose mm-hmm. from Palmer's perspective as well, you're then behind Bernardo Silva and mm. um, Phil Foden and you're thinking, right, okay, <laughs> I, should yeah. prob- I should probably go yeah. elsewhere. Well, and then a leaked club comes along. Yeah, and if you think if you could, if you look at the way he played against Arsenal and the positions he was taking up, they were very Bernardo Silva slash Phil Foden yeah. positions. So they were always going to be obstructing you in some way. Yeah. And as you said, like the most impressive thing is 21-year-old coming to a new club surrounded by loads of other players who've been there longer than you. Yep who are finding their feet. A lot of them, people have been talking about for ages, uh-huh. not just over the last over the last year. And he's not only established his place within that Chelsea ecosystem already, mm-hmm. but on the field, just demanding the ball, yeah. you know, not least with the penalty, <clears throat> but also like dropping short. Mm-hmm. People thought Sterling was going to play through the middle. It was Cole Palmer. Mm-hmm. They ended up being better for it because it allowed mm-hmm. Sterling to do what he does best and come yeah. off yeah. the wing. Um, yeah, just really impressive. Also, a little snapshot after his first. Yeah, that's right. After the penalty, which just crept wide of the post as well. Really, yeah. He's really he's in, and he's um, it's a vacancy there, right? Yeah. Because Nkunku's got an injury. Nicholas Jackson's flattered to deceive a little bit. Seems like a slightly different type of player as well. Mm. Palmer hasn't always played for the middle, as you guys have touched on. He played for the middle against a good team, and Chelsea. You know, I said on Saturday. Chelsea and Arsenal had both had quite a lot to credit them coming out of this game. Arsenal battled back well at Stamford mm. Bridge, which isn't easy to do. As you say, Chelsea have been playing well. Chelsea were able to take that next step in their development of actually showing they can do it against a team that have done really, really well and last Arsenal, season. The goal that Arsenal scored, a beauty from Rice. It was a mistake. It was a mistake so by, that doesn't by happen, Robert Sanchez, right? You know, the game goes on the 2-0 up. Yeah, but Palmer, um, Palmer can be in a, an interesting position because we don't know when Nkunku's coming back. If Palmer carries on getting meat, if he carries on scoring, mm. right... What's going to happen? There's a big decision to make, and it could be the best move he makes. He looks like a very confident young man. He's got a load of physical attributes to credit him. He um, he can clearly do it at this level, despite his tender age. Twenty-one is still fairly young. But well, it was more on the point that you know he he wants to play now. That's right. He's got yeah. the talent, and which is why he made the move. Which is why I think what Guardiola said lent itself to to people thinking, mm-hmm. okay, Palmer just doesn't want to stay. Yeah. He wants to. He doesn't want to be under a manager mm. who's going to rotate so much because Palmer's not 28, 29 and wants his minutes managed and wants to play in all these different competitions. He's young. He just wants to play. That's right. And, and, and because there's a vacancy at Chelsea, which brings me back to my original point, he probably will play if he carries on like this. Oh, yeah. I think, I think the, you know, much has been made about the uh, Euro under 21 win in the summer as well. Yeah, it was a huge part of it. And I think a number of those players, it gives, gives them so much confidence. It's mm-hmm. let's go out there and let's play. And, yeah, I, and, and, yeah. and you think, yeah, you're damn right, you know. And I think that's testament to what's going on in England as well. Don't and I, and I think on that, sorry, Fish, on the no. on the twenty on the twenty ones thing, I just wanted to make a quick point, which is that England have over recent years have been very successful at age group level. And the cynical side of me just thinks, despite all the changes that have happened in the English football over the recent years, English players are selected a lot still because they're big and physical. And it sometimes feels like when they win an under seventeens game or a cup or a trophy or an under 18s even, whatever it may be, you mm-hmm. think, oh yeah, they're just man grown at a younger age than yeah. some of their continental counterparts. I don't think you can say that about under 21s, yeah. which is why I think it's a far more impactful win and has given them, the players that have featured it, clearly a huge amount of confidence and that's a great thing. It was, yeah. Yeah, I also think one of the things they've instilled collectively around England, which has then fed into younger players moving on when they do, is that sense of, look, you're good enough now. Yeah. You're good enough to be pushing the, you know, the mm-hmm. full England squad here and they go back to their clubs and like, shit, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I need to go away. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to fuck Raheem Sterling up. <laughs> yeah, quite <laughs> also. Well, you mean... know, Sancho, Sancho before him, obviously. Um, but but even at uh, even at Chelsea, Nani Madueke left Spurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. He's got a PSV. Cole Palmer's now mm-hmm. here. At, you know, also at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really encouraging, and also yeah. just like young players taking ownership of their game. It's all coming up, England. Um, exactly. You would say, I mean, Harry Maguire was man of the match for Manchester United on the Saturday night as well. Oh, that blew my mind. The, stat, the stats as well. Yeah. Did you see, though, that in that game, um, the, the most pleasing thing perhaps was um, a fan who looked like Greg, Greg Wallace running onto the pitch? <laughs> yeah. or, oh, no, he's on the sideline. It's like a glazer to me. What was all that about? Well, MasterChef is actually back tonight. 
So it could have been a PR. Yeah. Oh, a bit of PR. Yeah. A lovely bit of PR, yeah. that is. Very yeah. strange, but very yeah. welcome PR. Is that a jus he's got in his, in his hand? <laughs> yeah, he's sort of doing bunny hops. I don't, I don't... Yeah, he had a red wine jus in his hand. He was dishing it out to the players. So this is what you can have if you watch TV tonight. Yeah, okay. On Monday night. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> And you know, uh, like kids sometimes feed people on TV. You know, good yes. if it was the other way. Like the old Ryan Gosling refusing cereal meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we should go for a break. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Bill Neville, in the house today. Are we live on TikTok or one of those things? Have you got TikTok, Bill? No, no, but I'm going to join. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. <laughs> so, Sorry, did you, did you say TikTok's share price go up? <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, I, I, when that happens, we should all get on TikTok. I'll tell you what, <laughs> Phil, Phil Neville doing what it to TikTok, what Elon Musk did to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Neville's bought it for 12 billion. Oh, man. Yeah, that'd wonderful, be fantastic, wonderful. wouldn't it? Thanks to, to Billy for choosing today's clip. You can choose the break jingle for next Monday's show uh, or my intro line for this Wednesday's show, of course. Um, just hit... Uh, the link in the show notes to sign up for the Football Ramble Patreon and become a friend of the Ramble. <laughs> Can I just say, if Phil yeah. Neville bought TikTok, mm. every time you scrolled down or scrolled up, yeah. it'd be that lady on a pen. Yeah. <laughs> the clothes just go back on. But it's yeah. Fizzer. Come off again. But it's Fizzer yeah. with his swimming He gets short. filled up with opinions. <laughs> <laughs> this I like. <laughs> When he sees a dirty lady on a pad, he goes, this I like. He's, he's, <laughs> What's the other one? Is, is he jogging on the beach while he's... There? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, gentlemen, before we go back um, to some more good Premier League action, I want to give us all an Andy Carroll update. Of course. Come on. Go we on. Want. Um, he scored a 40-yard lob on the weekend. <laughs> he got his lob on, Peter. Yeah. Um, it was in a draw for his club, Amiens, uh, against um, Annecy, which is definitely not how it's pronounced. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but they, yeah, Amiens are currently 10th in, in League 2. Uh, Ligue 2, should I say, as we all say Ligue 1, so keep it French. Um, Carroll scored in back-to-back games. So he's loving life there in northern France, Pete Donaldson. It was a lovely, um, I'm not going to use the word stroke, but a lovely stroke from uh, from, from the halfway line. It was, it, was, it, was it was a stroke. Yeah, and it wasn't, it wasn't disallowed. No, yeah, which is We've, rare for yeah. Andy Carroll's wonder goals. It's just, seeing Andy Carroll having a lovely time, yeah. it's, it's like watching a Labrador have a lovely time. It is. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I live for it. But I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, where's he getting this roast dinners? Yes, uh, he did an interview um, recently, Andy Carroll. I thought it was, I thought parts of it were quite touching, actually. He spoke about... The, the sort of well, not wanting to leave Newcastle United when he'd made a bit of a splash there, going to Liverpool and how totally different slash professional it was compared to Newcastle United. <laughs> anything, how... on, anything to add on that, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, no so, really. so he said, like at Liverpool, it was you stayed in a hotel 
the night before a game, whether it's an away game or a home game yeah. as well. You know, all suited and booted when you go out. Was my ice bath a bin? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, That's not, it's not even any ice in it. Yeah. Yeah. Andy, you're just in the bin. <laughs> whereas, whereas he said at Newcastle, we would meet at 1.30 yeah. for a 3pm kickoff at St. James's. He said, I would never forget, I used to go to this little pub around the corner of the White Swan. It was like a Toby Carvery, meat, Yorkshire puddings, loads of gravy. I would eat a full roast, full Newcastle tracksuit on, and then I'd go and play the game. That's just, I mean, that is glorious fantastic. stuff. I think the footballers should be allowed to feel how they want. And Andy Carroll obviously had a yeah. hell of a guy. That's probably what it will affect performances, though. It will, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, but Andy was at Preston when Sam Allardyce was in charge at Newcastle. So right. they could have been powered by Sage, both of them. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> sage and onion sausage. Sage and onion sausage. I just think, Andy, you hear that uh. and you go, the game has changed a lot in recent generation yeah. not there <laughs> Andy Carroll went for 35 million I know but he's full of he's yeah. actually full of beef full and of gravy, gravy. Yeah. how good could the guy have been yeah. Yeah. I think it's... the bit about that I love most is there's clearly part of him that relayed that story mm. And was like, I know one part is bad, but there is a good part to this. Mm. And the good part to this was the pub was around the corner, so he'd never be late. That's yeah, right. that is. I said, you, you said you'd I mean, you more than halfway. If you're disciplining him there, you're thinking that's going in the pros column. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Has, it, like you had a term at one thirty for a three o'clock kickoff. It just doesn't seem right. Imagine, doesn't imagine seem right. if you're, you're a Newcastle fan, which everyone in Newcastle <laughs> is. If you have anyone, anyone ever visits there, they're no. always all no. of them are. Um, and you work at the Toby Carvery <laughs> and you're going and, and Andy Carroll walks up to get his, with his yeah. plate because it's self-service and you're carving it and yeah. you're looking at your watch going I'm leaving in a minute to go yeah. to the game but how have we never heard about that because Newcastle fans aren't fucking narcs alright a great example of that which um, which doesn't come up, come up in this uh, interview is Andy Carroll um, scored a winner for Newcastle I think it was against Liverpool at St James's Park got taken off on about 88 minutes, walked mm-hmm. straight down the tunnel, showered. Toby Carvery. By the time everyone left, he he came back out to the ground, like to the pitch because he had mates in um, mm. one of the boxes, mm. and so climbed through the stand to get yeah. to the box. Um, had a few drinks in there, went out into town. They were sat in this pub at the yeah. back because they were like, oh, you know, Andy Carroll was like our best sit, yeah, sit yeah, yeah, around yeah. here. Mm. Don't want to get in the way. And then the um, Sky Sports were showing their extended highlights of that same game mm-hmm. at like eight o'clock. And when Carroll scored, the f- I think he scored a brace when he scored the first goal. I remember it. Everyone yeah. started cheering. Yeah. And um, all his mates started cheering. He was like, oh, he's here. He's here. <laughs> everyone went and bought him drinks and then left him alone. Because, like, oh, you're here for a night out, mate. Really well played I think, I think, I think that's that was nice. It was incredible, yeah. Well, it's funny because some players with regards to Newcastle said, you know, it was a bit of a goldfish bowl and they, and they couldn't handle it. But I, 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 it seems like everyone's in on it. Do you know what I mean? Up in Newcastle. I think it's glorious. It also, I, I, I've, I've played roulette next to Mike Williamson in the, in the casino. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. What Kind of roulette, just ru- yeah. not Russian roulette. <laughs> there's, only, there's only two kinds of roulette. Now that would be too far. Yeah, okay. I think. Toby Carvery, fine. Yeah. Revolver at the head, wrong. No, right? I think but, it would, it would Pete, be with a spud gun. Hurry up and pull the trigger, and I've got to be at the ground. Is Michael available today? Maybe. He's had an injury. Yeah. The Toby Carvery vibe reminds us when that someone told us that John Hartson, big Johnny Hartson, used to after an Arsenal game, after after the game. Used to go to um, used to go to a harvester, and have uh, and his big post match routine. Unlock his jaw. Was like was like <laughs> yeah, the chicken. Yeah, it was like two. It was like two roast dinners. Yeah, and like two six roast pints. dinners. Unlock his. And and, and and every time a every time a fan went over to him uh, to try and um, glass him, hassle him, <laughs> to he hassle would, him, he would say, "If you want a picture, I'll give you an arm wrestle." Then the manager would say, "The manager of the harvester would mm. say, leave him alone. He's one of our best customers. <laughs> so he has to stay.' He's in the VIP." <laughs> He has to string of sausages instead of the uh, velvet raw. He will be here till Tuesday morning buying stuff, all right? You leave him about. Don't make him uncomfortable because he might not come back and the bottom line gets hit. Don't startle him. Yeah. Yeah. But but Andy Carroll said about being at Amiens, he said what he loves is he can walk into the bakery and get a pan au chocolat. Just the one. Uh, That whole interview interview is I'm walking to a bakery and have a pan au chocolat. I'm cancelling my uh, my French lesson to talk to the journalist. Uh, Again, like, never sounds like a professional at any point (laughs) in this game. But he's happy though. I know. And I want him to be happy. But I think it is because there is a little bit of sadness uh, in in his uh, footballing story and whatnot with injuries and blah, 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 blah. blah. But he's happy and he's scoring 40 yard lobs. Yeah. He's, he's, he's happy are. he's scoring 40 yard logs yeah. and at no point do you get the the impression that he's bitter no no, he, no that's he, an important he turns the lens on himself and he says yep. God I wish I would have I wish I would have grasped a little opportunity more 
not because even in his own words, he doesn't necessarily think that he was a world class player or worthy of that kind of money. Yeah. Because he even says like, maybe I wasn't good enough. Yeah. But God, I should have really like uh -huh. made the most of mm. being at that yeah, club yeah, yeah. and being. At yeah. That, and at now, that level. and now he no longer has to live in Reading. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's in France. How many strikers need to be injured for him to be called up for the Euros? Not in France too. <laughs> Luton too. They're taking it back to the Premier League, Marcus, because you won't do it. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do it. Uh, Luton Town rescued a point with a dramatic late turnaround at the City Ground. Um, what was lovely about this is uh, former England men Ross Barkley and Andros Townsend came on in the 72nd minute. Bit of a flex from Luton, you would say. Yeah, it was. You mm. would say that, wouldn't Chris you? Chris Wood looked unplayable as well. <laughs> well, I've never anything like it. Well, he missed, he missed two sitters. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. He, but he was everywhere all game. Yeah. And, he, yeah. Did, and he, did, he did score a couple as well. Well, it's just as well he did because I think... That His baseline is missing sitters, Marcus. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was the first time these two have played each other in the top flight since 1992. So there right. was a bit of a championship feel about it fair to say <laughs> although Nottingham Forest won't, won't thank me for that because of course they were in the Premier League last season and they are a credit to the league you would say um, but uh, you know they, they were all over Luton the, the chances that they missed you know Chris Wood I think would have been relieved to see his second go in because had he not have ended the day with at least two goals I think that would have been slightly disappointing fair, from fair. him yeah, yeah. but he got them he did yeah. score them, so so fair enough. But they're 2-0 up. They're creating chances at home to Luton. If you're a Forest fan, you're thinking, how on earth did we not see that at mm. home? Yeah. You know, and, and for them, you know, it's I'm, I think Forest will, will be okay. I think they'll stay up. But Luke, you know, if you're a Forest fan, you'd, you would be a bit like... Yeah, I mean, I, I just felt like from watching what I could see of the performance that Chris Wood was everywhere and he could get two goals. Fair enough, he missed some chances. But Anthony Alanga was good as well. He's a he's a big plus for them. And I think Forrest will... Just a got, blip. This is not a... They've got enough quality, I think, to get It's not a hugely out. damning result, you would No, say. and I also just think, you know, there's an element of this with Luton. I know I've been quite down on them this season. Um, you know, it was an element where it was a bit like, let's just throw everything we can at it. Because yeah. we're away from home, we're, this is this is a game we've mm. basically written off yeah. now because we're two 0 down. Let's see what we can get, and and the the, the stars did align. I think it, it's a boost bringing on Barkley and Townsend, especially Townsend. I think he could. <laughs> what's that? Did you see Townsend's cross for the for the first goal? Goes down as assist, does it not? I don't think it does. I, th I, think, I think there it, were too no, many I, deflections. I think uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure on the minutes it was like officially given to him as an assist. <laughs> no, you, no, it's not. Oh, it's not. I, I've okay. got over here. No, oh, okay. officially not given. To and him. I think Fisher's away. embarrassed himself there because you can never have too many deflections. That's true. That's a great. That's a great part of football. The dubious assists panel said no. <laughs> yeah. We're not having this. <laughs> what was that for expected assists? <laughs> I, 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 I do think it's important having no. said because I, at the start of the season I said and I think we all agreed. You look at that Luton squad and you think, where's the Premier League experience? Well, there it was. And they bring in Barkley, they bring in Townsend. That's that's a good thing. It's only going to be as good as they are still as players, though. Yes. And, you know, I think if you go into a game like that where you give away so many chances, away at an okay Premier League team, but not a brilliant one, mm. you can't rely on the fact that the stars are going to align and you're going to have an absolute lottery ticket of a, of a draw out of it mm -hmm. because every week it's just not going to happen. Mm. So they need to be able to get in control of games. It's very, very difficult how, how to see them get any kind of meaningful points tally away from home this season it's a huge which goal. puts a massive amount of pressure on their home form yeah, I mean it's a huge confidence boost I mean Ogbeni the way he took his goal it was a proper lash wasn't it it was a lovely it was a beauty, one yeah. it was a really um, smart lash I thought it was yeah, 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 it was, yeah. and then Adebayo well, the way he took that was beautiful yeah. the chest down and, and, and great composure especially you know in, in, in such an important moment in the game longest name in the Premier League 73 characters Huge name, huge. Incredible. Very few pretenders. There's, uh, there's another player who's got sixty characters. Uh, uh -huh. That's all I did this morning. Was count. What are all the <laughs> What are all the characters? Read it out. Uh, Just read the name, not the character. Yeah. <laughs> e L I. Olufarenmi, Oluwatomi, Oluwalana, Oyo Mikulehin. Uh, Adebayo. Right. There so there you go. go. 73. That's 73. Brilliant. 73. Huge name. Do you think Luton? Like maybe this is simplifying it a touch, but do you think Luton now are in a position where they're just above the relegation zone? Yeah. Where we've already spoken about how poor some of the teams are in this division at yeah. the moment. Do you think they can now, I mean, obviously they're only, they're only a point above the relegation zone, but do you think going forward, because of what Luke said about not really having actual Premier League quality and therefore mm -hmm. in certain situations not having much to lose, particularly away from home, yeah. they could basically look at the teams below them in Burnley, Bournemouth and Sheffield United mm -hmm. and think, mm -hmm. we can basically just try and match their results to yeah. a point. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I think, I think mm -hmm. what those three sides are doing will give Luton a huge boost. I know yeah. that sounds 
quite reductionist, but that's where you are. And that's the budget. You know, the Luton story is incredible. So it's, 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 it's not, I don't think it's unfair to say that because above them, Everton, for crying out loud, you yeah. know, like Nottingham Forest, you know, Brentford have been a mainstay in the Premier League, Fulham, Wolves, Palace, you know, and then you're into the top 10. They are, the, the, the Luton Town, if you know, bite your hand off a seventeenth place. Of course they will, and and any of those sides, you know, Burnley, Bournemouth, and Sheffield United would as well. Burnley have been the surprising ones. So just I think you look at Vincent Company and perhaps we expected a little more. It's still fairly early days. They were only nine games in. Bournemouth, though, you know, desperately poor. Even though they're a little bit better against Wolves and Sheffield United, put up a spirited display against Manchester United, but they still lose the game. And I said when they've played Fulham the other week just how bad Sheffield United were. <clears> so I think it's it, Luton have, have, have... And also Luton have got the goodwill of everybody and there's a, there's a vibe about them and the manager um, is, is, is an emotive sort of character and if you can get that right, then you never know. And if old Andros Townsend can chip in with a few Premier League goals, Petey, how much do we think? Um, from now until January. You should cash your chips and leave yeah. where it is. Don't do it now. No, Don't do this to yourself. Diminishing returns. No, I just Come want on. to see. I just want to see, you know. Yeah. I'm like you know, like the, the 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 millionaire gambler who's just he's just I'm just walking around the casino going see what's going on. <laughs> okay, uh, I like the way the, the, in every analogy Marcus puts out that he always casts himself as a millionaire. You know, <laughs> always, always. <laughs> Look me a lady tonight. <laughs> so guys, we're just going to the. Imagine we're just going to the pub and I'm just I'm just a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right, Mate, sell the Porsche, otherwise you're not getting that. <laughs> I've got a few quid, but I'm still going back to Toby Calvary. Yeah. I'd love to see Speller on the high performance podcast. Oh, stop it. <laughs> It'd be great. I, I went back and really bought good. that ball. I don't think I'd have because anything watching... to say that would get him hard. Because I'll be watching it thinking, which one's which again? Shut up. <laughs> you, do, you could do that thing where you could you could um, covertly throughout the course of the podcast take over hosting duties. That'd be mm. great. Jake wouldn't know what hit him. No, Jake yeah. would love it though because then it would all be all about him. No, because then he might retire like he did from BT Sport. So I could retire Humphreys. Yeah. You're saying. yeah. But then do I have to take over? Yeah, it, this is your plan. Yeah, I take yeah, over yeah. for high performance, and you go in. Oh, he gets on this, but yeah, no, I no, no, no. talk about my achievements. I'd lose you from here because you've got to make sacrifices. <laughs> you've got to do it. To you. <laughs> Unbelievable. Can I take it back to Sheffield United? Yeah, and they're absolutely terrible. Yeah, and there's no way they're staying in the Premier League. I this completely season. agree. Completely they look agree. so bad. I'm not. Uh, it's an amazing job what Heckingbottom's done to get them in the Premier League. Yeah. I know they've lost good players. I know they've got absolutely no money. It takes. Yeah. No, I take no pleasure in saying it. But I was willing them to do something against Man United. The first kind of twenty minutes or so, they were actually quite good, and they had chances. Yeah, but when they, they didn't take them. But Maguire's there at the back playing, putting in a man of match performances. Like I say, they gonna, had chances. They're not going to get anything. <laughs> right, honestly, come on, you have got to give credit where credit's due. You do, and and, and the, the starting games for Manchester United. The Man United stats. because there's so many injuries. So is he not starting games then? No, but he is. But he, he is. He is. Context. He is starting yeah. games. Context. Right? The stats of Man United with Maguire and the team, and Man United without Maguire and the team, yeah. are surprising. Yeah. The no, 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 they're, they're not surprising because the games. He's, not not, he's, he's played very well, but yeah. also he hasn't started a game against a top six, seven club for a, a while. Okay. Are you came so, away from them? <laughs> yeah. And United's record against them are pretty terrible. They might have been better. I know you're going to say they've probably been no, better no, no, if they I, started him. All I'm, 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 he's just, playing well, though. Yeah. I, just, I just want to say, are you going to apologise? No. 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 Okay. She's such a weird fight to have. You've nailed yourself to the Harry Maguire mask. So oh. I'm just saying, though, that the tide has turned because it went too far. It went way it too w- far. It definitely went and too now far. now people are kind of going, oh, no, I think, I think it's kind It did, but no, he is, at the end of the day, he's a fucking meat and potatoes head on a stick. Lovely. Isn't yeah. it? And, and, and Lovely. I was about to say, John Hartson would eat him for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Twice. He would, yeah. And the goal record would stand. Has anyone seen Harry Maguire? Oh, no. There's a Welshman devouring him. Someone's carving up on a toast. Recovery. They are. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, the Clareton, uh, the Clareton Blue derby happened. Aston Villa 4, West Ham United 1. Yeah. Um, James Will Prowse said it was an entertaining match for the neutral. <laughs> Having just lost 4-1. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's, no, you're not, you're, there's nothing you had to worry about, James. <laughs> <laughs> People were going to watch it anyway. It was on TV. Villa, at the time of recording, because Spurs obviously play uh, the Mighty Whites Fulham tonight, are two points off the top after their 11th straight home win. That is absolutely incredible. Tuesday uh, of the, this week marks it. Uh, tomorrow marks a year since Unai Emery took charge. The only clubs in Europe's big five leagues currently on longer winning runs at home are Manchester City with 14 and Atletico Madrid with 13. Incredible. Yeah. They, they've, been, they've been brilliant. And since Emery took over, I always thought, I, mean, I think we said it on this show at the time, it was a very interesting moment for them because they were a team that had become less than the sum of their parts with Gerrard at the helm. Mm. They, he, he had been backed in the transfer market. They brought in interesting players. And Emery comes along. I don't want to, I'm not, I don't mean this as a certain, a huge amount of disrespect to Gerrard even. I just think 
you look at going from Gerrard as a manager mm-hmm. to Unai Emery and you think, is it easy to think of a better upgrade than that? I mean, given but, what Emery's done yeah. and given where Gerrard now is, what what an upgrade it's been. But I think people can forget what Gerrard, you know, when he came, obviously he was a promising manager because of how spectacularly well he did in he the He had league. a platform for sure. Yeah, He'd given it, himself it, a platform, right, to be fair it, to him. Indeed, and it, and, it's, and it just didn't happen for Villa. You know, it turned pretty toxic at the end. Um, when, when, when Emery came along, you know, People couldn't remember his time at Arsenal. It wasn't wasn't as good as he would have wanted. In fact, people, you know, when he left, it was pretty much under a bit of a cloud. And it, you know, I think Arsenal fans would have probably been fairly happy to see him go. Um, I don't think we thought it was going to be this good. Emery's won mm-hmm. four European trophies and should have possibly won a fifth. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to that, yeah. it's, a, it's night and day, Marcus. I'm no, not, it's night and day. I'm saying that I didn't think it was going to be this good. And I, th- I think that's that, my uh, only point. I thought it was, it was, of course, it was an upgrade. Of course, they were going to do better. We th- we all often talked about that Villa side and the squad and the players they had. And come on, how come it's not quite clicking? But I, this good is what I'm saying. And, and, I, and I think it's a really interesting moment for them because there is an opportunity there. And and uh, Emery said himself, we want to be in the top five, right? I mean, yeah. He's earmarked being best of the rest, if you like, and mm. uh, I'm, I'm getting into the top five, which would be huge for Villa. But I do also think there's an opportunity now in the Premier League. To, to, to even go a bit further than that. I'm not saying they will do mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. but if you look at the travails that Manchester United are experiencing, yep. Chelsea, are, yeah, they're on the up probably, Chelsea. They're starting <laughs> to improve. They're, they look good. They may be able to force their way in there. Spurs have been able to force their way in uh-huh. there so far. I, I don't think there's necessarily anything to, 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 to say that Villa couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. It's easy for us to sit here, eight games for Spurs, because they're mm-hmm. playing tonight, mm-hmm. into the season and go, aren't, aren't Spurs brilliant? Well, take yourself three months back. Mm-hmm. They just lost their best ever player. They've just lost their manager again. They've taken a bit of a gamble with a new manager. We wouldn't have been saying they're shooing for top four. We'd have been saying, well, what an interesting position they're going to be in mm-hmm. um, because we don't know which way it's going to and go. They've had a good, you have to say they've had a good start. And now they're flying. But you can suppose I'm not a shoo-in for top four. The way they're exactly. going, it will so, become that. Exactly. So mm. why not Aston Villa with that kind of home form that you can build yeah. on? My only kind of caveat for, for Villa is that they do, for a team who have the ambitions they say they've got, mm-hmm. they do tend to concede quite a lot of goals. Yeah. And, and that's going to probably hurt you later on in the season. I think I, they're going to win the league, Vish. Do you? Mm. Well, let's just chuck it out there. Why yeah, not? fair enough. Let's yeah. dream. Yeah. I think you should also look through those 11 home games and you can identify some really impressive wins in there. They beat Newcastle pretty yep. comfortably. They beat, before, obviously, well, even smashing Brighton this season. Yeah, beating West Ham. Mm-hmm. Beat Brighton at the end of last season as well. The other games are games that you'd expect them to win. Those mm-hmm. are games probably, you know, I even said that Brighton would, you know, I thought Brighton would, would turn them over at theirs and they obviously got hammered. Yeah. And I suppose it's just the the thing that was impressive about the West Ham game. I thought, and it kind of you could kind of see it stems from Ollie Watkins in the way he yeah. was at the start. Sorry, at the end of the game, the way he talked about what they're doing there. They just feel like they belong. Yeah. Mm. At no point where they're like, "Oh, this is great. I wonder how long this is going to last." There's clearly a structure in place of how long it's going to last. Absolutely. Yeah. Or rather, to you know, to preserve it in that way. Well, so, and look what he's getting out of Douglas Louise. No, we knew Louise. I mean, he's he's an it's just an outstanding player. Yeah. And again, you knew he had quality. You, you, that's, you know, it's why Villa got him from Manchester City. They, they, again, you know there's a player there, but how many players can you say that in world football, let alone the Premier League? They've all got talent. That's why they're playing in, in these leagues. But to unlock that talent, and I mean, he just he looks phenomenal. I suppose it's not even unlocking talent, is it? It's more just getting it well, consistently. Nurturing it, maybe. Yeah, consistently just, is different. Well, it, it, Big Unai said himself, with regard to Douglas Louise, I'm happy with him, but I think he can do better. There were some moments after he scored um, the two goals where we were trying to control the game and I wasn't happy because he was too relaxed. And again, that is the consistency that you... You mentioned there. He's also just just trying to give Louise a reminder there, yeah. because Louise always plays. Yeah. The one thing about Louise, and that's something we probably don't talk about enough on 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 when we talk about football, he's just always available. Mm. Plays. I mean, he seems to play every single week. He's been there a while now. He's yeah. been there four or five years well, now. And also, when he makes himself available, like on the edge of the box, because of his position, he's probably not being marked as much. But as How the good is he at striking a ball? Oh, if you can hit them like that. Yeah. What a weapon that is. Yeah. You know, because again, if you're trying to unlock a defence and it's maybe not it's quite like, happening. It's like, it's like Tom Huddleston who could move. Oh, there you go. There <laughs> oh, you go. Huddleston. There you go. Imagine, because Tom Huddleston had such a great technique of striking the ball, unlike anyone I've yeah. ever seen since Beckham, really. Yeah. But he couldn't move, really. He wasn't mobile enough for the top level. Yeah. But Louise is everywhere as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and what ha- what's happening at Aston Villa, it's kind of reminiscent of what's going on at Newcastle. There's such a good feeling around the place. Two big clubs as well. Exactly. Yeah. Two huge clubs that have been fairly dormant for a while, you, you might argue. 
in terms of what they're doing at the moment, it's 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 all happening. I think Villa should be the blueprint rather than Morton Castle. How they got to where? Sure, they were, sure, sure. But, but, but yeah, from the fans' perspective, very Who, similar. Which team stories. would you say is entertaining James Ward-Prowse more? <laughs> <laughs> James Ward-Prowse seriously think it's kind of suggesting that he was just looking around, going, "This is fucking great." Well, I tell you what, D- David Moyes wasn't happy because uh, he bemoaned individual errors that he felt cost West Ham, and he said, "I'm not having my team lose four goals." Well, well, you are. You have well, to. You are. I just yeah. did. Yeah. Take your we medicine. Saw it happen. Take your medicine. No, I'm not sir. leaving here. <laughs> <laughs> Those last two were chalked off because they were too good. Yeah. Barely <laughs> yeah. 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 oh, speak. Too I, good. I not that. a goal. Put Watkins on his weaker foot. <laughs> Whenever you put on your weaker foot, kids, just hit it hard and throw yes. it for the net. It was <laughs> a lovely finish. The keeper's not expecting that. <laughs> I like Tuba thinking, I've done everything right here. Mm. If he's going to do that, yeah. that what, what, do. fuck it. Pointless. Before that, he said, well, for me, Watkins has done nothing. Yeah. Um, but there he go, you see. And then he kicked it really hard at yeah, uh, the yeah. ball. Sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes, Sometimes it's, it's a simple game. It's a very simple game. Um, gentlemen, uh, let us uh, finish today's ramble talking about Wayne Rooney's unhappy return mm. to England uh, from Michael on X. said, long-time listener and Birmingham City fan here. Worried that because of the Wazza appointment, I'll be hearing more about the Blues on the Ramble. Worried because I'm very aware of the age-old adage of, if it's good for the Ramble, then it's probably not good for your club. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're in the Premier League, (laughs) top six or eight teams, the more mentions you get on the Ramble, the worse your team are. (laughs) (laughs) That's as simple as that. It's like a law, the Ramble law. What were they getting a mention today? Because they lost. I mean, Wayne Rooney had an absolute Championship manager slash football manager debut as a coach of, mm. of Birmingham City, right? It, they, they got absolutely battered and their goalkeeper got man of the match. It's yeah. not what you need. It's not what you want. <laughs> i tell you what, but we, yeah, just while we're there, but, but, quick mention for Leicester City, though. Oh, they're flying. Yeah. They, Record-breaking they, 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 start. The best start to a championship season of any team since the league rebranded in 2004. They've been God. absolutely sensational. Yeah. Crazy manager at the helm as well. Yep. Um, it, it looks inevitable they'll be back in the Premier League. The big man at the helm is going to keep keep his job, and it's going to be great to see like a mini Guardiola doing his thing. Yeah, we thought yeah. we'd maybe had we seen the last of Vardy in the Premier League next season, he could well be back. <laughs> Imagine if he pulls out a twenty goal season in the Premier League next Outrageous. season. You wouldn't put it past him. And there's no way the type of character he is. Yeah. There's no way yeah. he's not going to play in the Premier League next season if Leicester <laughs> in there. He's not going to go out because when Portsmouth got promoted to the Premier League, yeah. Paul Merson, who was the best player in the division, yeah. was like. I can't do it in the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. guys have a great time without me. I've done my right, bit. Yeah. And then they freed up the wages so they could sign Teddy Sheringham. It's an amazing thing yeah, that yeah, he did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamie Vardy's not doing no, that. No, no, <laughs> no. No way. By the way, what about your Portsmouth boys? I know. They, they don't know when they're beaten. The they're Pompey never beaten. Unbelievable posse. Top of the league. Yeah, it's great. Get now, the Michellis on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Many, many moons ago, we you know you coined the phrase. I say coined the phrase. We're the only ones that use it. Um, <laughs> where uh, when Portsmouth went from the Premier League all the way to... What it was it the um, the League Two, league two they yeah. didn't go further than League Two they were still in the football look at see how hard you... Mark has had to work to remember the name of League Two then <laughs> no 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 I, I for a minute I, I, for a minute I was like did they go down, went to... down went down to the fourth division <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I think probably at the time they did have the rebrand but um, but you know it was the Pompey Highway wasn't it it was well they are reversing up the Pompey Highway right now back up it baby. They're going to be in the championship beep, next beep. season, Luke Moore. I don't want um, I don't want to mention it on the show because it means uh, they versus, have South, versus Southampton. It could be. Maybe even Bournemouth as well. Actually, if we bypass Southampton, <laughs> they go to League One. <laughs> Look at you smiling. Yeah, I've never seen him so happy with the girls to Pompey chat in yeah. goodness knows Look, how there's long. never anything good happening normally. That's Argyle, why. Bournemouth. Southampton, go. beautiful. The Dockyard Derby. Nice it. Nice it? Nice it. Nice it, baby. Nice it. Nice it. Nice it. That's my new phrase. Nice it. I'd love to see you go up to a bunch of kids outside the college in the way Nice it, yeah. All right, how's it going? Nice it. Yeah. Like a scooter, nice it. First day, is it? Good luck today. Nice it. You sold that as a very pleasant Brexit. Yeah. Nice it. I do have to take. Who nice it, baby? I do have to take the tone down a little bit, Marcus. It is time for me to read a prepared statement from Jack Moll, the. Uh, Jackson Cyclopedia match yeah, officials uh, 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 oh, limited. Okay. Uh, the Ramble uh, and myself, Pete Donaldson, uh, acknowledge a significant human error occurred on uh, round two of Jackson uh-huh. Cyclopedia of uh, Friday, October 20th. Where we asked for teams that have been beaten at Manchester United since they were beaten 7-0 by Liverpool last season. The answer of Man City by Luke Aaron Moore was called incorrect mm. by the match officials uh, when they had, of course, beaten them in the FA Cup final. This is a clear and obvious factual error and the Ramble have contacted Mr. Moore for an apology. We would also you like to release... Haven't. <laughs> the following audio for full transparency. All good, both holding. 
both holding. Um, That'll help. Man City. That's fine. Frame two there. Perfect. Check complete. It's fine. Perfect. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. On field decision. Lucky, Loki, Loki's out. Late again. Stop again. They've restarted. Yeah, they've restarted. Yeah. Can't do anything. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, that's no. what people don't realise we're hearing that when we're doing the show. Yeah. They don't realise yeah. what's going oh, on. Yeah. Oh no. Good so, process, um, you can't. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so is 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 it null and void then? We uh, take away Jim Campbell's. We're, we're still waiting for the. There's a, there's the call I of, doubt Pete's got that far. The <laughs> we, should, we should replay it, shouldn't we? I think, I think we, we should. should well, it, yeah. I thought we were going to replay it today, but Jim's, you know, cow, we move on. Very cowardly. We move on. Not turned <laughs> very up. cowardly. I, I, I will Fifth be seeking rambler. advice, and I will be looking to escalate this yeah. to get oh, an appropriate yeah, yeah, yeah. conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to back you. Yeah, because yeah. of course guys, I will. Guys, guys, nice it. Nice it. Nice it. Got a nice it. I think we've got to nice that. Yeah, nice it. I'm just glad you guys hear those voices as well. <laughs> <laughs> right, everybody. Um, we should say, uh, for more reaction on Wayne Rooney's first game and indeed all the best action from across the championship, uh, go and check out the Second Tier podcast. It's another football podcast we make here at Stack and it's specifically dedicated to the championship. And it's a great way to follow such an exciting league this season. So search Second Tier and hit subscribe. Yeah, big up the Ryan and Justin. There we are. Doing the championship bits. Mm. Doing those bits. They live sure. the championship. They it's really do. incredible, the level of knowledge. My goodness. Yeah. You've got um, learn a few things, Marcus. Yeah. After that League 2 beschmerchen. Yeah. I got it right. Or, or... <laughs> I, t- I took a moment, but I got oh, it right. No. What they should do, the absolute marks, is do a show where no one really cares whether you know anything or not. They are. Yeah. Yeah. It's much easier. Silly uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And on that note, thank you very much for listening to the Football <laughs> Ramble, part of the ACAS Creator Network. Uh, myself, Luke, Pete and Jim are back on Wednesday. Then we have a Ramble Reacts out on Wednesday night after that evening's big Champions League games. Get your ears around all of that. Do follow us on X, TikTok, Instagram and YouTube at Football Rebel. And don't forget to subscribe with your podcast app. Thank you, Luke Moore. Some good stuff on X. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Oh, no. Thank you, Vitushan Antaraja. X going to give it to you. And thanks, Elon <laughs> Musk. See you soon. Nice it. Nice it. <laughs> <laughs>